How has COVID-19 impacted our mental health? Results from an international WHO survey. At the beginning of October, the World Health Organization WHO published the results of a survey that had explored the impact of COVID-19 on mental, neurological, and substance MNS use services in 130 WHO member states. This rapid assessment of service delivery for MNS disorders during the COVID-19 pandemic is the first attempt to measure the impact of the pandemic on such services at a global level. What does the research tell us? The results of the survey, published in The Lancet, revealed that most countries have experienced some disruption to the use of MNS services. There were differences in the types of service affected. With outpatient services in mental health and general hospitals as well as community-based services predominantly more affected, and community-based services were more impacted compared with inpatient facilities. Accessing MNS services was largely disrupted by a lack of healthcare workers HCWs, with many being redeployed into different roles during the COVID-19 response, and insufficient supply of personal protective equipment PPE. Access to PPE has also been reported as a key issue for HCWs in Victoria. As of 20 October, there were 3,599 cases of COVID-19 in HCWs, with just under 73% of these cases being acquired in a healthcare setting. Nearly 90% of WHO member states reported that mental health and psychological support was part of their national COVID-19 response plans, but only 17% said they had committed additional funding for this. This research comes on the back of mounting evidence that the COVID-19 pandemic is having significant effects on the mental health and well-being of populations worldwide. And with seemingly low capacity to respond, it is unclear how the world will deal with this looming mental health crisis. Prevention and promotion mental health services and programs were most severely affected. Around three-quarters of school mental health or workplace mental health services were either fully or partially disrupted. Of concern. Only 30% of mental health services were available with no disruption. And fewer than 40% of antenatal or postnatal mental health services had been routinely available throughout the COVID-19 response. Almost 60% of all psychotherapy and counseling services were reported as partially disrupted. Overdose prevention and management programs and critical harm reduction services were disrupted in more than 50% of countries. The flow-on impact of this is still largely unknown with the true toll still to become evident in the months and years ahead. The impact of public health measures In the case of COVID-19, public health measures utilized to control the transmission of the virus have led to physical isolation and lack of connection, closure of schools with consequential flow-on effects on the development and well-being of children, and widespread job losses and economic impact. Misuse of substances, particularly alcohol, is also rising and emerging evidence suggests that COVID-19 could even have direct neurological consequences. Mental ill health may also affect uptake of a vaccine if and when it becomes available and adherence to public health measures, with some evidence suggesting that poor mental health could increase susceptibility to infection and transmission of the virus. Not everyone has been impacted equally. As with many other features of this pandemic, not everyone has been affected equally, with disruptions to MNS services disproportionately affecting people with pre-existing mental health conditions. People with an income have been far less likely to be affected during COVID-19 than those with informal or casual roles, which include a substantial proportion of the workforce in lower-income countries. 
The WHO research has also highlighted that people with dementia might have a higher risk of exposure to COVID-19 because of difficulty in remembering instructions for, and importance of, physical distancing and hand hygiene. Confinement of people with and without mental illness in institutions can increase their risk of infection, as witnessed in long-term care facilities and prisons. The impact on the frontline. Even under normal circumstances, good mental health is crucial to the functioning of society. During a pandemic, however, it can directly affect how we respond and recover. We know that our HCWs are essential to any effective response to COVID-19, but many may have to leave the workforce if their mental health is not protected. Frontline HCWs are experiencing increased workload and trauma, making them susceptible to stress, burnout, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder PTSD. We were woefully unprepared. Even before COVID-19, mental health conditions were prevalent around the world, accounting for around 13% of the global burden of disease. Yet, the world was woefully unprepared to deal with the mental health impact of this pandemic. Years of underinvestment in mental health, especially in low-income and middle-income countries, left us vulnerable. It is well known that our ability to respond to, and recover from, the COVID-19 pandemic will require development of effective vaccines and treatments and strict adherence to public health measures. Less well known is that to minimize the impact of the pandemic, we must also address the substantial unmet mental health needs of whole societies, with a focus on the most vulnerable. Article first published in Dr. Erin Cotter-Smith's regular column Let's Talk Mental Health in the Australian Emergency Services Magazine, Volume 21, 2020. Subscribe to the Australian Emergency Services magazine.